biggest disservice you can do to your clients is to give it to them for free. And I think that relates to exactly what we're talking about because there's so many times that like people like subscribe to free guides, free PDFs, free everything and don't do anything with it. So I feel like if you really want a certain result for people, you have to hold them to that standard as well. And I feel like people aren't used to being held to that standard. And once you're held to that standard, I think you kind of lock in and be like, hey, I'm gonna get it done now. But I think at lower price points, you you don't get that same like buy-in. Welcome to the Key and Mang audio experience where you're here from two up and coming therapists looking to enhance the lives of listeners by addressing health, wealth, lifestyle, and overall growth. Tune in to hear the latest lessons learned on the Key and Mang audio experience. This episode is brought to you by Varela Financial, the experts in student loan repayment solutions. Not sure what to do with your student loans? That's how we felt before scheduling the free call with Varela Financial, where they helped us create plans based on our lifestyle and goals. For more information, check them out at www.varelafinancial.com or click the link in the description to schedule your free call today. Welcome back to today's episode of the Key and Mang Audio Experience. I'm your host, Mang. As always, I'm my fellow co-host, Key. Key, what's good? What's up, man? How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm chilling, chilling. I'm good. Good. You're good. Love to hear. Today, on our today's episode, we're talking about price versus value. So this is to all our business owners or people who are thinking about starting a business. If you're if you have a business and you take a look at your competitors, you might think of pricing and you're like, all right, I'm gonna keep it somewhere close to what other people are are have their rates at so I can be seen as competitive in the market. Um, and so that's how you pick your pricing. But doing it that way, you might actually be doing your business a disservice. So in this episode, we're going to discuss ways you can differentiate your brand or your product without lowering your prices. So Key, I got a couple of questions for you. Number one, have you ever lowered your prices before for your programs or what you offer? Uh, to answer that question, I now that I think about it, I lowered my price of my course initially because I wanted it to be something that a lot more people would be able to afford. But then I realized that like the people who did buy it didn't complete it or didn't finish going through it, didn't utilize everything that was in it. So I bumped the price back up to what I initially thought it would be, and. I see that when people buy it now, they actually go through it. So when you said in the intro that you might be doing your business a disservice, I think that you're also doing your customers a disservice too when you have certain prices. Because when you don't put a lot of time or money into something, I feel like you don't take it as serious. Like think about things you like your parents did for you when you were younger that you didn't take as serious. Like I would get a new phone all the time when I was younger because I didn't have to pay for it. Now that I, that, now that I have to pay for my phone, I take it a lot more serious. Like something as simple as that, but I think it's a psychological thing. And when people have access to cheaper price products, they don't, they don't take it as serious. And I'm not saying that everybody's going to be able to afford something, but I think you'll get better buy-in when your prices are a bit higher. And then also you'll be able to deliver a better experience for the person and see better outcomes. So it works 
both ways. So, yes, at one point I did for my my course, but it didn't last long. And then what do you say to the people who are like, why should I buy at this price when someone else has it at this price or something similar at this price? Uh, I think that you can, well, what I do is I tell them exactly what it comes with. And I think that a lot of times in the fitness field that you can go to, like with training or coaching, you can go to your local commercial gym and try to sign up with them and see what you get. And you don't get a lot of personalized attention. You don't get a lot of support outside of the sessions. You don't get a lot of um, like the lifestyle habits that you need to actually carry over results. So I kind of like tell what other people are offering and then give what I'm offering. And it's a lot, it's a lot more expensive. It's not even a lot more expensive. It's more expensive, but you get a lot more out of it. So I always phrase it as unless you want to be reliant on someone for a long period of time and only um, be held accountable when you're in somebody's face, then maybe you should go that direction. But if you want something that's a little bit more sustainable, if you want to learn and be able to take control over your own health and your life, I think that like my services allow you to do that because I'm not trying to keep you with me for ever like I just want to teach you what I need to teach you and if you do happen to want to continue to work with me then that's fine but I think it's a lot more personalized and you get a lot more um, attention even outside your sessions which is where all the results happen so I phrase it like that I actually uh, started like bullet pointing everything that's offered instead of just like telling people I think people need to see it so that's what I do and how do you feel like that has helped either attract people to your services or how has it helped your business between making that shift to showing people what um your what services you can offer and what it's gonna do for them trying to promote that independence for their health? I think it has both attracted and repelled people, but when it repels people, I think it's a good thing because I think the certain people, at least the people I want to work with are like more attracted to that because they like the attention and they like to like see everything they're going to get and then the people that like are turned off by it are kind of the people that I don't want to work with anyways like people that are going to give you a hard time or like blame you for certain things or want you to do a lot of hand holding and don't want to be a, a bit more independent so I think it works well for my clientele so I think I think it has worked well but I can't say that it has 100% attracted everybody, but I don't think that's the purpose anyways. Sure, for sure. No, I think that's that's a, that's a good point that you bring up. It's like you have a skill set that you can teach and you have results that you have provided for your people and you're trying to get people who are committed to their health and their fitness, but also that you don't need to handhold this whole whole time like you're trying to give them the tools to be able to take off with the information that they give you and make the decisions on their own so it's kind of like when they're on these calls with you and you're breaking these down you're trying to give them the information to make the best decision for themselves you're not trying to bring them on to your stuff just because you want them to come on to your stuff but it's because you feel like it's a good fit for you can help them you can feel a need you can deliver on the results that they're looking for and then they can take 
those results and you know maintain it or add on to it so i think that's a it's a i think it's it's a good way to look at it. and then you don't have to you attract the right people that you're trying to get in but you don't have to you know do what everyone else is doing because what you're doing is a differentiator like no one else is doing this like doing what you're doing yeah and um, i think i think the right people appreciate it like i said and then i also think that on my end it's a lot easier for me to deliver like the type of service I want to like I want my stuff to be something that's more like a I wouldn't say like luxury thing but definitely more personalized like you're not just getting a workout program like you get gear you get like if you're working out from home you can get equipment set to you and I think the only only way that I'm able to supply that is to get paid a certain amount. Like there's no way you're sending somebody a hex bar and you're getting paid two hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. There's no way you're giving somebody twenty four seven access to you and you're paying two hundred dollars a month. Like you can't you can't get that anywhere. So um I think for the service I want, I think that the service I want to provide, I think that the only way to do that and me be able to do that without losing my mind and feeling crazy about what I'm doing is like to be compensated fairly. But I think that it's my job to convey that value to somebody. I can't just expect them to know it and be like, hey, pay me this. And all they think they're getting is workout programs because nobody's going to do that. Oh, for sure. For sure. For so, sure. yeah. So I, I think I think it, it works out. It's just like as we always talk about like, conveying the value. And for like people who maybe do price like use their competitors as you know a gauge to figure out where their um how they should price their services or their product what do you feel like how does that what can that turn into if it if it continues if they continue to decrease their prices yeah decrease their prices or like you know compare it to what everyone else is doing and put it somewhere in the middle I think you end up running yourself into the ground and ended up having to work very hard for a lower income. And I think, you know, some people say don't like your business shouldn't be a job. Like you don't want to start a business just to create another job. I think when you do that, you are literally just creating another job. Because one, if you want to offer, like say I take what I want to offer and I'm like, let me look at what other coaches are charging. I think that I'm going to end up having to, I'm going to be in a negative because what I want to provide isn't something that can be done at a lower, at a lower price point. And if I, I'm just going based off of what other coaches are doing, like I'm giving more and getting less just based off of like the price discrepancy, like how much I'm putting out and how much I'm getting back. Um, So I think it's literally impossible to compare prices if you aren't, offering the exact same thing it's kind of like comparing apples to pineapples totally different thing <laughs> especially if you're, if you're the one providing the service um and like you were talking about if you're trying to send things to your clients to make it individualized for them if you don't got the cash flow to be able to send that stuff you're just gonna put yourself in a negative and then you're gonna have to work even harder to get more get out of the negative which means bringing on more people on 
maybe it's more than what you can handle. Maybe you're at your max and what you're able to handle. And if you have lower prices and you're not able to get everybody what they need, you're just having to work harder. And then you can't give to the, you can't fill the cups of the people that you're serving if your cup is empty. So then exactly. they're not getting they're not getting what they're supposed to get. You're not getting what you're supposed to get. You get fed up. You get tired. You get frustrated. The patient, the client gets frustrated, gets tired, gets fed up, and they're going to bounce. And then it's just like a cycle. Like why is why is this happening to me? Um, like I shouldn't have done this. Like, but it all comes down to you know being strategic, being systematic with what you're offering, how it differentiates from everybody else in the market. And what you're going to then, then your price doesn't really matter. I mean, it just depends on does the value that you're bringing, does it match what your price is? And if that is the case and you deliver on what you say you're going to deliver on, then the rest is history. Yeah. Um. So I don't, I don't know, but I think that, I think that the only way to like not have that urge to, lower your prices is to figure out a way to like get clear on what you want to offer and then figure out a way how to show that to your potential customers because you have these great ideas in your head and how you want to deliver something it could be all in your head but the only way somebody's going to pay that price is to for them to like know if it works for them i feel like a lot of people lower their prices without even getting clear on who exactly they want to work with mm -hmm. No, I, I agree. I think it's also like you expect it to pop off immediately. And like business takes time. Like it's not always your ideas aren't always going to hit that first week, that first month. You might be down three, four, five months. And then as long as you stick with it, you stay consistent, continue to you know, help and not expect anything in return. It's going to come back to you. It's going to come back. It just sometimes it just takes time and you got to be willing to be willing and ready to, you know, take those L's in the beginning with the idea that you're going to be able to adapt and adjust as you learn more things, as you as you experience more things and be able to put that back into your business to create a better product for the person that's going to invest in it when that time comes. Yeah, and I also, I posted something on Facebook the other day and I was like, uh, I think I said, like basically people who don't pay, don't pay attention or something like that. And then somebody commented and said that like the biggest disservice you can do to your clients is to give it to them for free. And I think that relates to exactly what we're talking about because there's so many times that like people like subscribe to free guides, free PDFs, free everything and don't do anything with it. So I feel like if you really want a certain result for people, you have to hold them to that standard as well. And I feel like people aren't used to being held to that standard. And once you're held to that standard, I think you kind of lock in and be like, hey, I'm gonna get it done now. But I think at lower price points, you you don't get that same like buy-in. Mm -hmm. So I think you kind of have to, I mean, I guess it's gonna sound manipulative, but <laughs> you kind of have to have some like, makes people have skin in the game in order to get them to take some type of action for most people. And sometimes that's, that's how it, that's how it works. It's like, once you really have to commit and invest in something, then you're more likely to, to 
execute on it, especially if it's something that costs a little more because you want to make sure that you made the right decision. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you want to justify that your purchase was the right purchase. And if people are coming at you like, why'd you spend this money on this? Well, I did it because it, I got this, I got this, I got that, I got X, Y, Z. So you're trying to prove yourself right amongst anything. So you're going to make sure that you do what you can to prove yourself and then prove to other people that might be doubting your purchase. Um, uh, make sure that you prove them wrong as well. Yeah, and even if you take, like, forget like being like a business owner, like even think like on the consumer side, like designer stuff. Like, man, I know you're not into like designer stuff, but um, like all clothes do the same like are meant to serve the same purpose like all cars are meant to serve the same same purpose like clothes you're meant to wear like whatever like supposed to wear clothes cars is there to get you from a to b right but you have luxury cars that give you a certain feeling give you um i guess like a certain perceived status and i think the difference between like designer and not designers is that they have been like promoting, I think they've been like promoting themselves differently and trying to like differentiate themselves from whatever market they're in. And they've just been showing up for so long that people like really respect them and are willing to pay so much more for these products, even though they technically do the same thing. So I think like part of it is like playing into like the, the psychological aspect of like people like playing into their thoughts and like really diving in and getting people to um like figure out what makes people people tick mm -hmm. so so yeah. i think go ahead oh, no i'm just saying that um i think when it comes to certain certain services i think you just have to find out i think you have to find out what this girl just made me lose my train of thought. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. well, I was going to say, you talking about like cars and designer like brands and stuff and how people, I think people perceive people when, when you pull up in a Lambo or something that's foreign or something that's exclusive, people are going to look at you some type of way and think that you're uber successful or something like they hold you to a high status so that makes you feel good about yourself and makes you feel good about who you are and so then i think it just opens up more opportunities for different conversations different people are going to be more likely to come up to you because they associate you with being successful having being able to have the high status things the things that only certain people buy because they have the the money for it or they have the access to it so i think when you when you feel confident in yourself and that confidence will radiate and it attracts people towards you and then it can allow for different relationships different conversations to be had because you know people perceive you to be someone with elite status and that that's value to yourself if you feel confident in yourself that's that's value if you have you know wearing a fly suit or driving a fly car that's gonna make you feel some type of way that that that's value to yourself that's what you find valuable um so i think you know you forget about the price but it, it's because of the feeling the emotional feeling that you that you feel when you have that stuff so just to add on to what you were talking about
Yeah, I think people could could use their products and their businesses to generate that same feeling in their customers because all those things are I wouldn't I'm not even gonna say that all cars are the same because I don't believe they are, but like all um all clothes, like you can get like the same material for less, like you can get the same Gucci bag material for less money, but people are gonna perceive that value to be different. And I think people think the same thing of products. Like when I see a lower price product, I don't view it as better. I view it as I view it as like inferior to to like the higher price. Like I always want to go with the higher price thing when it comes to like coaching and things like that. Cause I, I think the perceived value is is better. So I think I think people think that too. You just gotta have the gotta have confidence to to have your prices a certain way. Like you can't sell at a certain price until you believe it. Like I had to sell at a lower price in order to even increase my, my price up. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. for sure. I think you got to believe in what you offer and what you bring to the table. And then if you, you're cool with that price that you're offering, then no one's going to be able to make you budge from it because you know what it can bring. You know the results that, that can happen. And you know if the person delivers on what they said they're going to do, then it's going to probably be worth the investment and plus plus more so uh, i think if you truly believe in what you're offering then i think it's gonna then i don't think you know it's, it's a problem with raising your prices or you know keeping them where they're at because you know what you're capable of yeah i think i think last thing i think paul i think when he was on our uh, podcast he was saying that it's easier to sell a higher price product than a lower price product and I think it's a lot easier to sell my one-on-one coaching than my course, even though it's a lot cheaper, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But that just shows that, like, people perceive it a little differently. And if people are perceiving it a little differently, I think, like, as the person selling you should too. Agreed. Anything else? Uh, that's uh, nothing else for me. All right. Meg, what's the yeah. most you would pay for fitness coaching like somebody be like i'll have you dunking by <laughs> two months <laughs> i'll have you dunking by two months i'll have you dunking by two months and you your wrist will be completely rehabbed oh uh, i put i'll put a lot of bread up for that right now for what i'll put a lot of bread up for that right now how much you talking like how much a month how much a month? Two months? That's a hard, that's a hard, uh, I'll put a number. <laughs> I would put, yo, look, all right. I would put, all right, what comes, what comes with this though? What would have to like, come with it for you? It's, 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 it's guaranteed that my wrist is healthy and I'm dunking. In two months. If you you put in the work, it is guaranteed. Like, if you follow everything this person says, it is guaranteed. You have 24-7 access to them. You have the exact rehab plan for your wrist, the exact program, strength and plyo program to get your old man knees okay and get your hops up. And you get, I don't know, you can add whatever else you get in there. But as long as you put in the work, like, it's you're gonna get it. Like this program has been like it has good social proof. 
yeah no it's a it's a it's a it's a blank check because those are what my goals are get my wrist healthy and get uh my bounce up because that's been something i've been talking about a long time all right to put a number the price on, of it? uh 1500 a thousand like i don't know 1997 you buy it <laughs> yeah i'm buy i buy it that awesome yeah because okay. I, I, I look at what what do I want to accomplish and what is it how is it important to me my wrist being healthy allows me to continue to play allows it easier to move my hand allows it to be easier to grab things me dunking yeah that's been a goal of mine for a long time but I also think that I can use what I'm learning from that program and then twist it into my own thing to help other people who want to get their bounce up as well so that, that's kind of how I look at it. It might be in a, a big, steep investment right now, but it's going to turn into something that can long-term help a lot more people than just me. So um, I can tinker, I can I can play around some things, but then be able to deliver it in a way that's going to help a lot of people with my background right now. So I would pay the money up front and then know it's going to come back long-term. So that's why I don't really have, I ain't really... I don't have to think too much about it right now, but that's assuming that, you know, not talking about like the move and everything else that's going in that way. If I, if I have a situation, everything, and I just had, I could just focus on this, then yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said the, like the long-term investment, because I think once you get somebody to think about the long-term investment, it's easier to, I mean, the long-term outcome and like how it's going to benefit you. I think it's easier to get people to buy in without any objections. Yep. So if you're somebody who is selling the product, really think of objections you might encounter and have answers to that so that you're prepared and people don't have any reason not to purchase. Exactly. All right. That's all I got. Perfect. That's all I got to. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the KMANG Audio Experience. Make sure to subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and we'll catch you in the next episode.